is the moment you've all been waiting for. Adam Liverpool, England! It was super necessary. You okay? You're right. Yeah, all good. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you taking the time out. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so we are live, aren't we? Everything. We are indeed. Good to go. Um, yeah, let's get started. You want to kick us off? Go for it. Um, yeah. So to start, then obviously, um, you've been in the gym. I think since you were like three years old. For you, what was it like growing up in the gym and having your family as your role models to look up to? Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't appreciate when you're younger. You know, it's, you're just going to the gym after school. It's just normal. But I look back now and it was like, you know, me and my sister was doing so much for the gym. We were so involved. Like, we would help with the kids' classes. Even, like, the adults' classes, we would still go around and try and correct everyone. Um, we was even working like behind the till, making coffees, like handing drinks over, taking money, and like age like ten, we was doing that. So it, it was good to be around, like being around so many adults involved in Thai boxing, and yeah. we, our heads were older than they should have been probably, but you know it gave a lot of confidence growing up, and you know to be around them teaching and also my mum training, my dad coaching, we kind of. You know, our brains were like a sponge, so I feel like it really helped. Yeah. 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 Um, you mentioned your mum there, you know, like uh, you, you are a pillar for, for one's Muay Thai, especially in the UK at the moment. Um, how much do you enjoy sort of being looked at as a role model for other females who might be looking to start in the sport? Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about, I think. Um, I love it when I go on my Instagram and I get so many nice messages and as soon as someone says I've inspired them, that's like, you know, that makes it all worth it. Like you could be having a bad day at training and you just know you've brightened up someone else's day. And that is the power of social media. Like back when my mum was fighting, she didn't have that so much because there was no Instagram and Facebook. And now, you know, I've come up and I've got the following. And I feel like it is important in sports, especially for females as well in a male dominated sport. Um, you know, it's really nice to be looked up to and you wouldn't think that growing up that's not like you know it's, it's kind of like being a celebrity really but yeah it's <laughs> nice it's nice well when did you sort of feel that that sort of role of a role model when did that sort of hit you like well i'm sort of a, a pillar for people here um i i think the turning point in my career as well as people starting to notice me i fought for the wbc national title and one of my training videos just went viral it was only like taking on the phone and you know it wasn't planned to go viral but I just woke up one morning and had like 12,000 more followers I was like what's going on <laughs> and I feel like that's when people started to notice me a bit more and you know then the nice comments people started to follow in my career and it's just kind of 
went on from then. Obviously, then one spotted me through when my win on that fight. So, yeah, that's where it kind of just all blew up. And within like a month or two, it was my whole world changed. Yeah. What was it sort of shocking for you? You know, as, as you say, like all of a sudden yeah. everything just blew up. Was that quite a shock for you at that point? Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, even getting the win, I was hyped off that. And then, you know, I wasn't so interested in social media. And it just, I literally, like I said, just looked at it one day. I was like, what's going on here? What, <laughs> what's happened? But even now, like if one shares me or whatever, I wake up in the morning, I've just got thousands of messages and emails. It is nice, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. good to see. Must be hard to keep up with all the messages. Like you might, you might need an assistant soon or something. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um. Sort of sticking with with your mum just briefly. Um. I know she was recently announced. Um. As one of the newest inductees into the WBC, uh, Muay Thai Hall Hall of Fame. For you, is that that something that you aspire for in your own careers to sort of reach that point where you you can be considered in in like that Hall of Fame? Yeah, definitely. I want to branch out as much as possible. And, um, you know, I'm not to where she was in her career yet. I've got more platforms just because Thai boxing's evolved. But mm. I definitely, you know, where she is right now and where, you know, to me, my mum got the highest in her weight and she took on fights and even just her mindset. I feel like she should be an inspiration to everyone. That's what, you know, I look at her and I feel like I want to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so your next fight then you are fighting Martin uh, Michi Leto and I apologise yeah. to her if I butchered the name yeah, um, obviously that's on June the 9th um, she's another really good striker what can people expect from yourself coming into that fight um, I, I feel like I'm so much more confident in this fight you know I want to go in I want to push the pace push her back I have moved my whole life up for this before my fight fight camps and I've been taken over from since I've moved up here with um bad company so it's just I've had a great head start everything's falling into place so well um up here I've had more training than I've ever done so I've, I do strength and conditioning with Steve Campbell I do boxing with Daryl um obviously Lisa and Richard I'm I'm in the gym I'm every morning every evening I'm grinding away so I feel like like really deep down this is going to be my best performance and you know I everyone says oh how do you feel fighting a southpaw she's eight times world champion but well that doesn't bother me I've, I've I know I've put the training in everything's on track so I've got all the confidence in the world yeah yeah um so I, I believe she's making a, a debut in in one obviously you being in that situation yourself do you feel like you've got an advantage in, in that aspect yeah, in some aspects of it. I mean, it you can't get prepared for getting whacked in the face in four ounce gloves. It's a shock the first couple of times. Obviously, you can't spar for, like, in for little gloves. You're not going to be going all out like you are in a fight. And it's a big difference. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Do you, do, do, do you ever leave, have those sorts of pinch yourself moments? You know, the, the fact that you're in, in one of the biggest organisations in in one championship doing what you love yeah I feel very blessed and 
you know the organization they just treat you so well one championship put you in like the best hotels they're so organized um just the way they look after their fighters you you know i've been fighting around the uk and there's not many shows um when i was growing up which which do that you kind of jump on the scales right get into fighting you know these guys are checking up on you even making schedules and um yeah like i think liam said before they do treat you like superstars and that's right it's from the moment you land it's like amazing it's great and to be in a foreign country and fighting that's great in itself yeah definitely um just wanted we have got a few people watching currently so if anyone does have any questions for amber please send them in and we will ask them um so you mentioned bad uh, bad company there you've been there since february i believe what prompted that move for you so with bad company um I have been visiting on on and off for about two or three years now. So I normally had my own gym at home, Touch Gloves Gym in Cornwall. And my dad's my trainer, so Nathan Kitchen. Oh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> it's a, this is a regular thing, don't worry. <laughs> is it? Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, you know, it's hard um, with the kind of, coach and dad relationship sometimes the training's perfect and everything but I think for both of us he didn't want to see like his little girl getting hurt I'm like god's sake dad stop pushing me so much and it kind of got to that sort of point so my dad said why don't you try other gyms around the UK like the only thing my dad wanted was for me to succeed so he said let's try other gyms for you um we sat down together we wrote a list and I was just going to do like a mini tour of the UK and try gyms Bad Company was on my top of my list. So went there with him and literally just never done the rest of the list, just scrapped it as I'm <laughs> staying here. This is great. So, um, yeah, I, I on my last couple of fight camps, um, even through COVID, I had two fights lined up, um, which on the week of the fight got cancelled last minute for COVID reasons. But um, I always went to Bad Company like about six weeks before or I think I started off doing just two weeks before, then the next camp had done four, next camp, whatever. And now it's just got to a point, I was like, I'm just going to move. Like, you know, if, if, if there's so many guys at Bad Company who've got experience in the little gloves, fighting on one championship, and it just makes sense. There's such a family there up there already. Like, Lisa and Richard are lovely. Um, there's some really good sparring partners for me, my similar weight as well. So, yeah, it, it definitely was the right move. Um, so my apologies there, I had to, I had to step away for a moment. Um, <laughs> happens a lot. Um, right, do you want to... Do you, do you know where we're up to or do you want me to? I, I'm assuming you just finished speaking about bad company and, and the yeah. move there. Okay, Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I did, did catch you mentioned four arms gloves there, which leads us on to the yeah. next one. Um, for, for you, what, what was it like? putting those on for the first time and how much different are, are those to, to like your, your boxing gloves yeah um yeah people think it's just the power that changes but it's not it's like the distance as well is crazy like in a glove you got to imagine like it comes out to here little gloves is that little extra step and the timing and sparring them in them was a nightmare to start so you have to have your hands here rather than here otherwise you knock your head so here, there's always gaps and you just got to 
be on it all the time, like any split second and, you know, a punch is going to slip through and you don't even need to hit necessarily hard. If you just get clipped, it's still going to hurt. So it's like a whole new new game, really, because, you know, lots of the fighters um, are picking their shots a little bit better. And, you know, in a Thai boxing fight, you, you'd go for it a bit more. You've got the padding and, you know, your guards are obviously more protective of your head. So, yeah, it's a, a bit of a, well, a big change. But now I couldn't imagine going back to eight-ounce gloves. So it's just getting used to, you know, what you're practising. Yeah. It, it is a crazy sort of excitement you get from, from putting those four-ounce gloves on now. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so, obviously, in the sport that you're in, you're always going to have setbacks whether it's in training or in fight itself. For, for you, what's the biggest or maybe best thing you can do to overcome those setbacks? Yeah, I mean, I, I used to really struggle with anxiety bad as well, to the point, like, sometimes I wouldn't go in the gym because I couldn't be around people or just loads of different aspects of it, especially when it comes to fighting. Just for a whole day, you can imagine, was a nightmare for me. But afterwards, it's the best feeling ever. Like, I love the sport to bits, and that's what I was battling with. And lots of people get nerves, but my advice is to just, you have to put yourself in um, places where you're not comfortable. Otherwise, you're just going to, you're never going to overcome it. So you need to challenge yourself, just step out. And as hard as it is, you know you've been training for eight weeks solid, and this is what you want to do. You're not going to put yourself down for a fight if you're not 100% sure in your head so I know it seems like before you walk out you're like why am I doing this but you just once you step in there once the bell goes and you're done it's the best feeling ever um to sort of kind of, kind of stick with that um a, a lot of the time a, a fighter is their their own sort of biggest critique uh, don't know if that's the case with you but if that is the case have you ever looked at, at a fight of your own and said no what actually did well in that fight yeah yeah no definitely um I feel like when you come out of a fight you have a completely different picture in your head than what actually happened I mean you're only seeing it from your eye view your perspective when you watch it with the cameras behind you know I feel like it always seems better than what it went in your head um especially if you have a loss obviously you're like doubting yourself when you're walking out like oh god I wonder if I've done that to me personally, when I get out of a fight, it happens so quick. I can't really remember what happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I re-watch the video. I'm like, oh, actually, I caught, caught her there. And I feel like it's great now. Everything is recorded. Um, so you can use that as well and go back and improve. So it, like I said, it's all a useful thing. Like if you if you lose, then you know how to learn for your next one. So. Yeah. Is, it, is, is that the case with you? Or are you your own biggest critique? Yeah, oh yeah, I would say so. I used to be more so than now because now I'm fighting on one. Like I'm not fighting just anybody. I'm fighting the best in the world. So if I just do a good performance, like and I'd lose, like I I know I've lost recently, but I am fighting the best people and I am giving an entertaining fight. I'm still making it to the end. They're hardly making damage on me. So it's to me like it win or lose I'm fighting you know people up here so yeah yeah yeah, I just gotta keep thinking about obviously like you know I'm all in I want to go in for the win but it's just the sport isn't it you've got a winner you've got a loser and if you give the best in the ring 
then what more can you do? Yeah. Definitely. You mentioned there about fighting the best in the world and that you have, you know, you have lost recently. Do you mm. find it more beneficial knowing that you you might have lost, but you go in the distance with these world class fighters as opposed to you might go in and, and you know knock someone out in the first round who might not be at the same level as you? Oh yeah, definitely. There's no point in taking fights just for wins. Um, I don't see how you, anyone would gain from that. Um, you've got to challenge yourself and in this sport, if you want to make it high up, you've got a challenge for high up people and that's just the way it is. And just mentally going in against someone tougher than you, I personally love being an underdog because it, it does take the pressure off. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a sport at the end of the day. If you want a good name, you go up against good names. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so to, to go away from one for a moment, um, you were at the recent Hitman Fight League show. Yeah, um, yeah. What, what did you make of that show and how big do you think it can become with the likes of Liam and Andy running it? Yeah, um, it was amazing. Um, I actually went there before it started and I stayed till the last fight. So it was a long day. It's like the amount of fights were on was crazy, but those, even the N-class fights were so exciting to watch. Um, but... You know, for the first show as well, like the crowd was amazing, the setup was amazing, everything ran smoothly, they're so organised. And to have, you know, um, Liam and Andy running it, you just know it's going to be next level. They're coming up with new ideas, they're getting the best fighters on. And yeah, I expect, you know, people are going to really follow this. And the next one seems amazing already. I've seen some of the lineup in Manchester. So it's on the same day as my fight, so I'm, I'm gutted, I can't be there. <laughs> yeah, that's some crazy fighting out fighting outings for that league. Yeah, yeah. Um you mentioned there really quickly about you know those shows being being a, a very long day um for you. So in case of when you're fighting, you know, if you go in the morning, do your medical and that and you're you're there, say you're fighting last, how do you remain focused in that time to still be able to to perform the way you do? Um, with one, it's different. So we have our medicals on the lead up to the fight. Um, you know, it is a pretty full on week. We have photo shoots and interviews, like big media days. Um, and then we have our weigh in at eight at night. And then we still got um, a day. And then the next morning we get up and we fight. So I think I can't remember when I fought in Singapore. I was on at seven in the morning. So oh, we had to get up at five and get a coat <laughs> at eight mornings. So you can imagine, like, as well, you want to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. With the nerve, you're not sleeping at night, then you, your alarm goes. It's, yeah. But you get up and you go. So it's, I kind of prefer it because there's no long days to just sit around and think about your fight. You just get up, have breakfast get in a fight and then you've got the whole day to watch the rest of the fights and then go and do what you want they normally do an after party so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it works in your favor i guess fighting in the morning um, yeah. when, when you were on on the local circuit still that um sort of stick with that question mm. how, how did you stay focused to, to be able to perform that well i feel like i was um i'm lucky enough to have had good people around me um so I have my dad which is obviously you know I'm comfortable around him um we could just chill out like a normal day you know he makes it fun 
also I took along a woman um to call me a few times called Vicky Church and she's just a right laugh I really feel like it's who you surround yourself with and you know they've been in the fight scene for a long time Vicky had fought herself so she knew deep down how I was feeling or nervous and I feel like if, if they could talk to you and you know make it as easy as possible they know what the feeling's like they've been through it loads yeah. and that's the kind of people you need to be around it passes the time quick so yeah that's what you need to do um, well, that was everything we had for you, Amber. Um, again, want to thank you for taking the time out to, to join us this evening. We really appreciate it. And we yeah, can't wait no to see you in action. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for speaking. Not thank a you. Well, Take thanks. care. See ya. It was super necessary. Go now.